Hello everyone and welcome to the latest episode of the podcast. I'm Ilana. Dina will be joining us a little later. Today we are joined by Hollywood Leon, producer, actor, comedian, podcaster, host of AfterBuzz TV's The Bravo Bitch with Hollywood Leon. And between acting jobs on shows like HBO's Camping, Leah Castillo hosts the podcast. Everyone is terrible and we are so lucky to have him with us today. Hi, thank Hello. you so much for having me. That was a long intro. Oh my God. <laughs> well, there's so much we love about you. It was um, just like amazing. Every time we open your feed, there's just another thing to be excited about that you're doing and we're following you. So keep up all the things you're doing because you know there are people out there who are following. <laughs> thank you so much. Yes, I'm super excited about my new baby. Everyone is terrible. It's my new podcast. It's my new venture. So definitely look out for that and once you're done playing in this playground jump on over and play with me so thank you for having me oh my gosh thank you for being here and i have to say that every time you end your podcast sort of kind of wondering and asking you know you answer and your guest answers who's terrible i burst out laughing before the answers even come just because it's such a marvelous question and there's always an excellent answer so i really you're so clever we just love it so much <laughs> oh that is honestly so heartwarming i love it you know as you know we work really hard to put out amazing quality content so to get that kind of compliment just makes my day. So thank you so much. Let's oh my gosh, do you're this. welcome. Yes, let's do it. So would you, because Dina and I are such fans and obviously we, we are very aware of what you're doing, but can you just tell our listeners a little about yourself and kind of your journey to Bravo and pop culture and how you sort of became the extraordinary host that you are? Oh, thank you so much. Uh, well, you know, I'm a Hollywood kid obsessed with Hollywood glamour, Hollywood born. So it was in my blood, definitely. Uh, I'm a first generation American. I come from immigrant parents, you know, that just uh, wanted the American dream. And so to be on TV and to go after my dreams is very uh, abnormal already, but to actually kind of succeed in the area is just out of the norm. And uh, my family is very happy for me, so. Yeah, you can catch me on HBO's Camping, co-starring along Jennifer Gardner, uh, one of my first really big things that I'm very proud of. You're I honestly also, a scene uh, stealer in that, Dina and I. Were, <laughs> like, cause we were already fans of your work from other things when we watched the show we were late to the show and both of us were like why does he look so familiar and then we put it all together and everyone if you've not watched camping anyway it's really funny with an incredible cast but Ian definitely opposite Jennifer Gardner still steals the show easily oh thank you she's a sweetheart it was so fun to work with uh, an incredible cast like you said and to be cast by Lena Dunham and Jenny Connor, the creators of Girls. It's just iconic and so, you know, incredible as a milestone. So I'm really proud of that. And also I did a little spot on A&E's Born This Way, which is um, kind of highlighting a group of kids with disabilities that are going for their dreams. And, you know, some of them want to be actors and comedians and one of them wanted to be a host. So um, I was introduced to Megan, who's fantastic, and 
Uh, you can catch me on that show kind of mentoring her on how to be a TV host in Hollywood. So something that I'm super proud of and one of the most uh, self-fulfilling things definitely that I like to talk about. Oh, I imagine it's such an amazing show and with such a kind of one of those opportunities where you're doing something that is really kind and wonderful, but you're getting probably a lot more from it than the person, even though what you're doing is so big and lovely. Yeah, it was really, really cool to do. So, you know, After Buzz was a stepping stone and now I'm on my own and I have my own podcast that I'm producing on my own. So it was nice to work with them. And, and you know, when COVID hit, it kind of made everything rocky. But, you know, I'm sure you'll see me pop in at After Buzz again. The road is not over. Everything is beautiful between us. But I'm just so focused on everyone is terrible right now because everyone is so terrible, girl. Oh, oh my God. And, you know, so I the content is just there. Yeah, we have like extra time to review the content in a time like now because we're all kind of hunkered down, if you will. So we're so much more aware of the terribleness that exists in everyone. <laughs> oh, I love it. You're perfect for it. Yes. <laughs> so much terribleness. But in LA, you guys are a little more um, shut down than other places because in Florida, I mean, especially where we are in South Florida, there's a blurry line between um, old normal and our new normal for a lot of people. <laughs> for me, but for a lot of the other locals, you they, they would not have even like 2020 what to them. It's been very controversial. <laughs> That's what we could say. Yeah. Um, between the two states, there's quite a difference. Um, yeah, we are, um, but you know, there, it, I feel like there's a little bit of that everywhere, you know, even here in LA, I feel like there's a big difference between LA and Orange County, you know, so to speak. So, yeah. um, it is what it is. We're all just doing our best. You know, I think we just take it one day at a time and hopefully we can get out of this because I'm ready to hug people. I'm ready to be with people. I, I'm ready to go to a crowded bar, you know, I'm ready to go to a concert, you know, so I just want to get to it. I'm just kind of feeling like everyone else, I'm sure. But, you know, we still are in the middle. So we have to be safe and we still have to be considerate of other people. I agree completely. And for me, you know, especially as a full-time Bravoholic, I found that the whole experience totally selfishly has been sort of not so horrible because I've basically got to sit home and turn my passion into my job and also watch TV all day and be like, I'm working, please be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, no, I completely agree. It's been productive. Yeah, we have to be productive. We have to have a reason to get out of bed in the morning. You know, if it's not to clean your house and to make your safe space beautiful and improving then improve your life you know improve your body or improve your job i definitely have not improved my body i've actually gained weight and i'm struggling and i'm completely like 25 pounds overweight so um <laughs> maybe i, I should work on that picture though yesterday and you looked fabulous so i don't think you have much to worry about but you're not alone my husband put on what i called the covid 19 
get it. And um, and he was so sad, but honestly, he looks delicious. And I just kept telling him, like, you know, you look yummy to me. Is not all that matters? Yeah, we're more juicy. We're more juicy. Yeah, ooh, I like that word, juicy. Yes, exactly. We're like Juicy Joes from New Jersey. If you're a yeah. Jersey fan, exactly. I'm I'm a fan of all the franchises and if someone isn't it's kind of like certain people where if they like have a certain kind of phone or they don't have something or something you kind of look at them differently people who don't watch like all of the shows I sort of look at and I question like are you really a fan because I'm a fan 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 yeah like you can test my knowledge <laughs> what is your favorite franchise actually well i was gonna ask you the same thing so we can both answer my favorite is sort of tied between my historic long-term favorite my sort of soulmate if you will which is new york and then my current sort of gets my heart going if you will my side piece um which is Daphne Potomac. I love Potomac. I've loved it for many seasons now. And I just feel like each week, it's really like this high intensity thing. And when I want to cuddle, I go for more of a Real Housewives of New York. And when I want to just like get wild, I love Potomac. What about you? Oh, wow. That was like a fabulous Bravo answer. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> definitely. I mean, really just well-informed right there because it's very similar to mine. My true love in my heart is New York. I mean, it's just incredible comedy TV. It should be nominated for an Emmy, I if not the editors. Oh, I, I actually was offended when Beverly Hills got nominated um, this past season and New York wasn't. Exactly. But to keep on your style, to keep on the Solomon style, I'm going to say that my side piece, I'm going to have to go with ATL, man, uh. Atlanta, because that's like the second one that just like really changed our lives. You know, she by Sheree, uh. Dwight, you know, I we was running to the other. bank. Exactly. It's just so iconic. It is. You know, you know, there's threes and fours, but we're talking about ones and twos. So my absolute favorite <laughs> is New York and my side piece is ATL. Yes. If I may, but I love Potomac. Oh God, yes. But if I may, I was would have answered two seasons ago. I would have answered New York ATL and then Potomac, but the two of them swapped for me. And I'm gonna tell you why real quick. Because okay. Nini, the last two seasons, who I love, and I love because she sort of has this sort of, I don't want to say growing dumb because that's rude to Karen, but this sort of, you know, queen of the castle kind of vibes. And I quite like it. And I, and I like the way she sort of looks down on everyone, but like literally and in front of them and sort of never under her breath. She just says like her little kind of shade, you know, right in the sunlight. And I love that. And then the last two seasons, I just felt like she got to the point where she didn't even want to do that. And she's so funny. And I enjoy her wit and the other castmates wit. And I felt like the last two seasons, 
I wasn't getting like that energy. I was getting someone, not just from her, but kind of the cost in general, like a more tired, frustrated, sort of phoning it in energy. And Potomac, even though it's five seasons in, I feel like it's as high energy as ever. It's still in that puppy phase of energy. I completely agree. Potomac is just one of those rarities that it's gotten better with time as well. You know, I was, I, I'm not going to say that I slept on it at all because I watched it from the beginning. I just wasn't all about it. It's gotten better and better every season. I still think they have a, a ways to go fashion wise. Giselle still thinks that bling is like fashionable. And I'm like, girl, no, it's not. <laughs> When Giselle, we all went to Claire's like 10 years ago. Okay. When Giselle's house decor was really sort of on focus, it really made me like sort of think of Bugsy. Yes. And she's totally Bugsy. Yes. And I just sort of felt like, you know, we can do better. Like, don't don't be It's less is more. Yes. And, you know, as someone who's a true shopaholic, so most of my, um, like, clothes are very, like, I don't just want, like, one bag. I'll, I'll, I'll take, like, five. You know, I, I have an issue, but I definitely find myself, like, with my home, understanding, like, it's a place of peace and you need, like, sort of neutral tones and very calming yeah. effects. And I feel like when you're home and your wardrobe is extra like wh where are you like just like you know she's extra herself she's yeah. so messy but i'm gonna go with you as well and agree with you that just karen is a gift she's so fantastic oh, yeah. and you know my favorite thing about this season is when wendy came or when yeah when wendy came on and she's like i'm not impressed yes oh my <laughs> just, god what amazing just sentence I just love Potomac, and I, I mean, the gay husband, the gay drama, the, the ass-grabbing. Did you see the latest video of Michael? Oh, my God, yes, of him grabbing ass, like, with someone's cell phone camera. And apparently it's, like, season one or something. So I have, like, a very outside insider <laughs> from that, in that I have a friend who's a producer, for um like a major news station and one of in dc and one of the cameramen also works like potomac and mm. so he'll like tell her stuff and then it'll sort of end up in my ear <laughs> and in no way is it anything interesting to most because a lot of the stuff he says is like super like obvious or out there but one of the things he said is that michael is like definitely a creep and like a grabs everyone's ass and like that other cameraman was like it was legit like they got it thrown out in oh yeah michael yeah. darby gives out freak vibes michael darby cannot keep it in his pants he is just a trisexual in my opinion he's gonna try anything I think he would, yeah, go home with anything and have a huge party. And I don't believe he was sleeping. Girl, please, come on. Well, Dina, 
let you know what you're entering into. We are talking Potomac and Michael Darby's creepiness. And do we think he slept with the stripper or did he pass out from drunkness? I personally think that when he was admitting things, he was admitting like 1% of the truth. And I'm guessing there were probably like multiple people there too. Well, what were your thoughts? Oh, I think he's a freak. I was saying he's a freak. He's a, He definitely slept with uh, that girl, and he would have had a party, and that uh, I feel like he's so sexually open that he's, like, bisexual for sure, and, you know, I just wouldn't put it past him. I don't trust him. I don't trust Jamal. You know, I don't trust Juan, even though he's beautiful and I would ride his face. <laughs> you know, <they're, laughs> You know, men are going to be men. So at least some of the women know this. You know, Karen's like, my man is pissed and he's slipping away. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take care of it right now. So at least some people know how to take care of business. And then the other ones are just um, skirting by. I think Ashley knows and accepts it. And I think she's a freak as well. And I think yeah. it's slowly starting to come out. Like they're not going to be able to hide it anymore. But that's okay. I think it's a mistake to come on a show like Housewives and hide something like that. I'm Even though I'm not a fan of her at all, um, I did respect that like Bronwyn a little bit more in OC last season was sort of kind of more opening up that they, you know, have other people. And she was doing that first season when she was saying that her marriage has included other partners and sort of opening up about that. I much prefer someone coming in that way than someone like Ashley, where it's blatantly obvious that there are like other things going on in their marriage that they're trying to cover up. No, I agree. And I definitely think with Ashley and Michael, I feel like they have an arrangement. Um, I might have said this in other podcasts, but I really believe it, that they have um, an arrangement. So I think what pissed her off was that he got caught. I don't think she cares if he's with girls, guys, anything. Like, I feel like she's a very open person. But I also feel that if she felt Karen and Giselle and Robin wouldn't, be open to it. That's why she's so careful about saying yeah. how much marriage is so open because she seems to me like a girl who's op like open for anything. <laughs> exactly. And you know, everyone else is going to be closed minded to that sort of thing. We're in Potomac and we love the ladies, but we also know the ladies. So, you know, they're not going to be open to that. It's not a Bronwyn kind of situation. And by the way, I do love Bronwyn. She's a friend of mine. I've been out with her and her husband. So yeah, I definitely have felt those vibes in the air and I completely agree. Love them, love them, love them. Wait, wait, can I just please segue into yeah. one of my other questions, which is I really want to hear about your sort of, because you've interviewed so many amazing people on the kind of Bravo world and then you've socialized with a lot of them. And I would love to know like who is more like, say different from the interview chair versus life like highs and lows if you will um uh, well to be honest the lady all the ladies are pretty much like what you see on the show is what you get that's why they are cast as reality cast members is because they're pretty transparent either way you know what i mean it's it is what it is. You know, there's a lot of controversy surrounding rural Housewives of Orange County right now. 
and there's a division in the Bravo world, kind of like we've had with Beverly Hills and, you know, people take sides and it's like, guys, it's a freaking TV show and it's reality TV at best. It's like, we don't need to take it so serious. Like we don't need to be attacking people that are watching and that are not, or that are not watching. I completely agree with what people are saying about the negative stuff. Um, but you know, to, to keep it out of that negative light, I love all the ladies. Um, not all of them, the ones that I'm (laughs) obviously friends with that you see pictures with, the ones that are on my Instagram, those are my friends, but um, all the other ones, I'm not really a big fan of OC. It's my least favorite franchise. I keep it real, even if they're quote unquote my friends. You know, I, I'll, I'll talk about, you know, Shane being a dick and then he'll text me five minutes later and say, that was funny. I heard it. So it, it is what it is, you know, that's what happens when you kind of start developing relationships with these people. Yeah. And they're like the closest ones, you know, Beverly Hills is right up the street from me, but they're a little bit harder to access. In Encino? Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. But Encino's got mountains, girls, you know. <laughs> Kyle's house is uh, it's pretty up there. No, but, you know, you can go to Bravo Disneyland and go uh, in West Hollywood and hang out with, you know, the Tom Toms and the LVPs. They're all right there, the Ariana's. They used to be all there, like, actually working at the restaurant, cleaning glassware and being regular people. It's all gotten so different now. Bravo has evolved. The fans have evolved. We're all so deeply invested now. But I just always try to remind everyone we need to have fun. This is, like, a fun thing, remember? It's TV, so... That's my, my big message. <laughs> now, are you going to be breaking down then this season on Everyone is Terrible? For, for which one? For Everyone is Terrible? Oh, sorry. The, OC. I, <laughs> sorry. Oh, OC. Um, so I'm going to be talking about uh, the people that deserve to be talked about. You know what I mean? Like, I... Mm-hmm. I want to talk about Bronwyn kind of being brave and talking about her alcoholism. I want to talk about Emily and Shane's relationship. You know, like I want to kind of focus on certain people. I don't want to complete, like my show's already called it. Everyone is terrible. And so I will hold a lot of people accountable. Like that's why I have certain rules. Like I'm not going to talk about Kanye West every freaking week. I'm not going to talk about Donald Trump on my podcast. Just like I'm not going to talk about, you know, Kelly Dodd every freaking week on my podcast. Like that's not who I am. You know, they do one thing wrong and I hold them accountable and then I move on to the next thing, but I'm not going to sit there and like berate someone or drag them through the mud. It's not my style, but I do hold everyone accountable and I'm not particularly happy. So I'm just going to focus on certain people as I usually do and keep it fun and light, but point out when they're terrible because they usually are, girl. (laughs) Um, because there's this whole kind of rumor and everyone has sort of basically said it's either Kyle or Bronwyn. I wanted to know your opinion. So they're saying that there's a housewife who has been like kind of having a hot girl summer and really just posting herself and not really her husband. And everyone's saying like that this housewife is about to announce her divorce. I think it was Endy on his other account um, who is the one who's kind of posting this as like a mystery housewife. Um, who do you think it is? Um, so who's posting what? I'm sorry, MD, who's that? Do, do you know MD, the gossip guy? 
He writes um, say it again. N-T- no, I know. N-T- say the word N-T- again. I'm just not understanding the word. N-T, the like screening. entertainment. E-N-T-Y. Oh, got it. I'm sorry. Yeah, he writes the blinds and... and, and I thought you were saying Fenty, like Sutton, who doesn't know who's um, Fenty. Like, who's Fenty? <laughs> <laughs> What's Fenty? Oh, N-T. Um, I don't know that account, Um, but, huh, if I... I don't know. See, there's always been... Here's what I'll give you. I'll give you a breakdown on both marriages if you want to know about them. Like, yes. here's my opinion. Like, on Kyle and Mauricio, like... I've always loved their relationship, like, because, you know, as a day one Bravo, like, person watching, especially in the beginning when they were, like, young and hot, like, anybody would say anything about anything, like, Kyle would come at them crazy and be like, that's my husband, and we love each other, and we have sex with him all the time, but, you know, it's also, it's also been, like, 10 years, like, Mauricio's not the same guy, he's a little bigger now, he's a big stoner, he's like, oh, you know what I mean, we've all changed as people, so maybe the relationship isn't as hot and passionate as it used to be, but it doesn't mean that there's not a connection. It doesn't mean they don't love each other. I've been around Kyle and Mauricio both in, in party situations before. And Mauricio is like a real normal guy. He like will eat in front of you and he'll have stuff in his teeth and like won't care. You know, he's just like a real regular guy. But like, I don't know him to, I don't know him personally to to assume something like would he cheat on Kyle or something like I don't I don't I wouldn't never say anything publicly about them like that but I also do know that relationships go through ups and downs and they might not be as hot and heavy as they used to I know Bronwyn and her husband were definitely it seemed like something was definitely going on on their Instagram and then all of a sudden they're on vacation together with like three other women so I don't know but all I say is like that's hot and good for them <laughs> But I also feel like Bronwyn is like the star now. And um, I feel like that always comes with the price. So I really hope that her and Sean stay strong and stay together because they've been through a lot. So I hope that this doesn't get in the way. You know, Housewives has a cursor sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did want to clarify. MD has two accounts. He has crazy days and crazy night account. And then his MD account. Oh, I account. have heard of them. And so he does, he has these two accounts and the crazy one is the one that focuses more on housewives that other Bravo people repost and empty is more about like all celebrities. Got it. Yes. 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 No. Yeah. I don't know anybody. I don't know who's getting divorced. I definitely don't know this <laughs> that hard. But um, yeah, that's my honest opinion on both relationships. And, and I don't know them personally like that to be like commenting on, you know, who would do what and all that, but that's just my opinion on what I see okay. in through like my own goggles, so to speak. Yeah, but that's but really interesting. It. Yeah, it's it's actually probably more interesting than someone who claims to have insider information because who would have that that's yeah. marriage? I mean, I don't even <laughs> think anyone could speak on my marriage, you know, so it's just like, even people in your life don't truly know. It's matters of the heart. But I think it's exactly. interesting that you're someone who has actually these friendships and opportunities to have your own perspective. And I'm super jealous. And I just <laughs> want to hear all your thoughts. So who else? Tell us who else you're socializing with. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I'm always trying to, you know, develop my relationships. You know, it's part of who I am. I'm a people person. So 
I just love to get to know people. I'm not like a desperate social climber. Like I definitely live in LA and I see- You're not Ramona. (laughs) Oh my God. You know, exactly. Like I have real meaningful relationships. I don't just like- Leave the party to go to another party that's better. <laughs> but, do we, but do you have 50 close friends? Absolutely not. Like, <laughs> like people that would really be there for you. People that, you know, when you're really down in the gutter and you're not on TV and no one knows who the heck you are and no one's heard of you and, you know, you don't have any money in your bank account. Who's going to really be there? It's like under 10 people. And that is like a beautiful number to have, you know, because if you really think about it, it's really hard to find those kind of people. So shout out to those 10 people. Yes. I agree. Shout out to my top five. Yeah. I'm like, shout out to my my three people. (laughs) No, like top five is really the most realistic answer, but just to not hurt anyone, anyone's feelings and to, and to feel like a really blessed person yeah, to yeah. give more credit. I'm going to say top 10. Yes, I, I love it. Ten. But I think that's Sonia's point actually. And I think Ramona, even though her like face is changing, I don't think she's evolved as a person enough to like understand that quality is so much more than quantity. I feel so bad because they're all, everyone's posting, you know, the new picture of her. And at first I was like, I think she looks good. But then I sent it to a bunch of people and they all informed me why she does not. <laughs> and- it's Facetune to the max. It's Facetune. It's the Botox. It's the fillers. It's the Ageless by, Ageless by Ramona. And it's the 15 filters. <laughs> I do agree. But I will say, I was like, oh, so we don't think she looks good. Okay. Okay. So I'm going in that way. <laughs> no, here's thing like they're all beautiful women like I, I I don't like to talk about the women's age or I definitely talk about the looks but I don't go too deep on things like they can't help you know what I mean like yeah. before Ramona it was all about her eyes and I don't know what she did to make them uncrazy they still get crazy from here and there like they the little they the little crazy comes back but you know like that was something that i'm sure she grew up hating her entire life and there's like a heart in there somewhere but it's very callous and i don't give (laughs) much credit to ramona other than she's good for the show but other than that like i'm very much like dolores she's a horrible terrible person (laughs) so here's the thing don't hate me but i love ramona i'm gonna explain why not just because she's great for the show, but because I truly believe that she believes like her character on the show is a real person. Does that make sense? No, 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 no. I, I, I completely agree. Like she's great in all the terrible ways. You know yes. what I mean? She's yes. like, it's like when Chrissy Teigen said, James Kennedy is the worst, but in the best possible way on Watch What yes. Happens Live. Yes, yes, yes. Perfect. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I love James. Like Kennedy. she's the worst. She's the but absolute in the best worst. Possible entertaining way. Yeah, and I literally yeah. think that if we had more Ramonas across Bravo, especially on some of the shows that are like a little weaker, like our Beverly Hills cast, you know, it would be to me so much more entertaining if we had a little bug-eyed Ramona <laughs> over there. Remember when she was on the bridge with Bethany and she's like, yes, you don't have any friends. Right now you have Jason. You'll probably screw that up eventually too. I love that moment. And like, listen, Bethany is one of probably the strongest, most amazing women on this planet. And she was like 
broken in that moment. I mean, Ramona oh, yeah. is She's so good at what times. she does. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. The, the, the second time in the Berkshire, she's like, you kissed a woman, you had sex on a waterbed, you were topless. <laughs> yeah, and that's where Bethany says, mention it all. That's one of my favorite Bravo exactly. moments. Like Ramona is a catalyst for sure, but she is absolutely terrible. She is. I, yes, yeah, she really is. But Luann is having a moment. Like I feel like Luann is back. Like because I feel every few seasons she goes from us being like ooh to okay, okay, we like you again. And I feel this season she wanted us to kind of you know come back in and be like we love you, Lou. What's no one's on? good at that. Rinna, Rinna does that. I'll have a season with Reno and I'm like, I, I forget you. And then I'll have a season with her. I'm like, okay, she's funny. She's great. She's kooky. Yeah, Rena's a different story. But to touch on what uh, you guys are bringing up first, Luann, I'm just going to say right off the bat, Luann is my favorite housewife of all time. She's and, it, and here's why. And it's because of what she gives us. And it's still relevant to day one. You guys, like... It's the facade that she puts on. It's being bigger than who you think you are to the point where you actually believe it. You call the pizza place and you're like, Countess Luann, like, how do you not know that name? Like, you know, just like I walk around and I'm like, I'm Hollywood Leanne, bitch. Like, I'm not Britney Spears, bitch. But I act like it, you know? So I, 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 love, I love freaking Luann because she's just always just been so freaking extra she's been like sexually active and drunk and like sleeping with people and denying it and it's just like amazing no i agree <laughs> i like, think i think luann has these moments like even with her singing that like you see a thousand percent she believes she has a good voice oh my god and I don't, really does. and it's just and even like the strength she has and the you know how she always brings it but i've never heard a voice that's so bad and somebody has so much confidence and you could see she gets so offended she stopped being friends with barbara because barbara told her she had a bad voice yeah but you say that oh, but wouldn't barbara. you want to have luann sing you happy birthday that's like a life goal i mean <laughs> maybe although speaking of barbara I, she started following me so this is like a big uh, yeah but i'm super barbara offended sent me her she didn't book. follow us <gasps> really she sent me her book. Well, you know, in all reality, like I had her on my old podcast and, and uh, it was a big group episode and she talked about Luann and, you know, she was super sweet and sent me her book and she never followed me. And oh then God, so I was like, so all right, funny. whatever, like whatever, people don't follow you. And then like randomly, like I put on like my app on my podcast Instagram that like kind of balances out your ratio and if you're not following the account it's going to unfollow you so it unfollowed barbara because she wasn't following me so then she followed me back like immediately so i followed her so like well, that's, right. oh, that's such a beautiful story i feel but she sent me her book which was really nice and like uh, i just i love that you know what i mean yeah. was it a good book though that's not it's what he a good said book. <laughs> It's a good book. I haven't read all of it just because, you know, she got upstaged by the meaning of Mariah Carey. Yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> so, <laughs> what bad timing. So I'm reading that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Think 
tell us about the OC party? You look amazing. You look like you're living the best life. Oh, um, yeah. I was I was just there very briefly. Uh, Emily invited me to be her date, and so I we went together, and it was nice. And I walked around for a little bit. I already had seen the episodes, but I didn't need to stay for the viewing party portion. Like I literally just came in and escorted Emily in and said hi to Elizabeth and up a swag bag and some food and left you know <laughs> i did try the bag? vargas vodka oh the swag bag was good Ooh, yeah, how was i got the it vodka? i got it a... <laughs> the vodka was it was i mean it did the trick i definitely <laughs> I, I definitely had a little bit to drink for sure but i didn't stay very long um you know i kept my mask on the whole time i just didn't really want to be around a lot of people so I mm. I came in and said hi to everyone and thanked Elizabeth for having me and introduced myself we, I forgot to take a picture because uh there was some happening and she was filming for her own thing and you know stuff that I can't really talk about but she is super nice and gave me a bottle of vodka and uh which was really really sweet and the swag bag was nice it was like some paul mitchell shampoo in there and so, yeah it was, it was very like oc yeah i only stayed yeah but i only stayed for a little bit but it was it was a fabulous party and you know they were they did tell everyone to wear a mask and stuff but you can't control like everyone so i'm just like i only we, stayed for we a live in bit, florida you know? Yeah, no one's listening here. Like, no one. Yeah, like, I, I went and had my fun. You know, I had some drinks and stuff, but I didn't stay all night in rage, you know. I, I would have any other normal time. I probably would have ended up in the beach. <laughs> but, yeah, it was it was a fun party. It was a fun party, but I only hung around with uh, Gina and Emily and, um, and, and Elizabeth. Does that mean Gina and Emily are friends again? Have they reconnected? Yeah, they were fine. They, we took okay. pictures together. We were all hanging out. We were. So, I saw in your post I that Gina shouted something. I forget exactly what you wrote. Oh my god, yeah, she was kind of weird. Um, <laughs> uh, because we like follow each other on Instagram, and she's been on my show. But when she came in, of course, like you know, people are coming up to her, and she was being bombarded. So I didn't. I didn't say anything to her. So I just like went upstairs and then like 10 minutes later, she came upstairs and she was behind me talking really loudly. And I'm like, why is she talking so loudly? Like I could clearly tell it was her. Then it, the volume got super loud and she was like in my ear and I was like, okay, she's clearly trying to get my attention. So I turn <laughs> around and I'm like, why are you screaming in my ear? And she's like, because say hi to me hi 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 i saw you on instagram today and i'm like oh my god okay hi hi <laughs> so yeah um it was a little like it was she's super sweet she's super sweet and you know a real girl yeah she's Island. having a fangirl moment with you yeah yeah like no she's like she's super cool and stuff you know like she sometimes was i'm like thirsty oh. and wanted to drink you up Oh, uh, you know, like sometimes we, we get a little bitchy on the podcast and stuff, you know, and I'm like, oh God, freaking, she was like the Britney of OC and the extensions and, but you know, then you see her, then you see her in real life and she's like, hi, being so sweet to you. So I have nothing but love for Gina and she was super sweet. And so with the, so was Elizabeth, like, uh, I don't really know her that well, but she is very engaging and looks you right in the eye and 
just like little things like that when you live in Hollywood are very important. And yeah. it's all about good vibes, you know? If you give me good vibes and, um, you know, we might talk crazy about these people, but everyone that I've mentioned are honestly good people. Everyone that I've mentioned. Well, I think that's one of the biggest, like, problems sometimes when I read, like, Except comments. Ramona. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of time when I'll read sort of group, um, like, kind of fan comments and things like that especially ones where they're sort of group chats I think people forget like that it's a show and these are real people and I feel like Rinna said it best when she said like Rinna is her Beverly Hills housewife persona and Lisa's her real self and I don't think when people are watching it like you can't truly believe these people are like deeply friends like it's a show it's produced it's you know beautiful and there's glam and there's all these things so there's a small degree of it that I think is obviously their truth but I think so much of it is just entertainment and I think people get really mean and it's fun to be a little bitchy and catty but you can't like deeply try to like attack a person because it's really mean yeah, I mean, my show is called Everyone is Terrible, so it's not for the faint of heart. Yeah. We definitely keep it really real. And then, you know, my first show had the word bitch in it. So, like, <laughs> I am a very hardcore person. So, if you don't have anything nice to say, then come sit by me. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love that. But I'm, but I'm a really kind person. You know, I have a good heart. And it's, it's, I tried to compare it to like what Margaret said about Jennifer Iden when they were fighting. She goes, I'll fight with her all day, but she has a good heart. Yeah. Well, it's, a, it's a juxtaposition that it's hard to balance, but I think you do balance it very well. And we hope that we are doing the same. Like we're not trying to ever hurt anyone's feelings. So I have to ask, because I was watching Watch What Happens Live, and I feel like you, because you also posted on your story, you were on it. You were one of the guests. How did that happen? No, I wasn't like the you, guest. I, not the guest. You were one, one of the um, audience. Virtual the audience. Audience. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it was so fun. Um, I, I'm so glad that I got to uh, be on it with Lenny Kravitz, because he's like, such a hottie and you know i love his music so it was fun and you know watch what happens live is like one of my favorites obviously because we love andy and we love bravo so yeah it was fun it was the closest thing i've gotten to being there so far because every time i've been in new york i just um haven't had enough time or it just didn't pull through or they weren't filming at that time so i've always wanted to be on but yeah it was it was cool to do it did you get to interact with andy sorry no, I didn't get to ask a question. They, uh, they did not pick me. So they, they, everyone gets it, you know, everyone comes in with a question, obviously. They all, everyone wants to ask a question, but it's just, uh, you know, it's up to the TV people. So it just, I was just happy to be there. It happens. Were you, this might be, I might, this might be ignorant, but um, were you, um, do they invite you on or do you at, like ask to come on? Are you part of a selected oh, no. group? No, they did, um, they posted on Instagram a flyer and they were like, you know, if you want to be part of the virtual audience. Oh, I missed yeah! this. <laughs> I missed everyone, this. Yeah, it was not a, an exclusive thing. Like everyone signed up. Uh, pub I shared it on my story, you know. How did like, I miss you know, this? I feel, I knew, I knew that you could do, I think you still can do it even, right? 
Uh, I don't. I I don't know. I posted the flyer so long ago. Obviously, yeah. it's like not I on know, my story anymore. No, no, of course, no. But I know that Andy's back, like in the studio. But I thought I I heard him say. I feel like you probably can. Yeah. Like, you would probably go on the the Watch What Happens Live Instagram. It's probably on there. But that's yeah. where I got it from myself. I shared it with everyone because. You know, obviously we all have the same love. So I, I know a bunch of people that replied and they were like, I'm so going to do it. And I'm like, you should, you should do it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, you know, I, we, if we all, when one shines, we all shine. So I'm all about spreading the love. You know, I'm, I know how to play with the big fish in the pond, so to speak. Like I can play well with others. I feel like there's room for everyone. So I'm like, everyone, hee-haw with them. Let's go party down. <laughs> I love it. Well, I do want to ask you, though, just like kind of speaking about the kind of Bravo and Watch What Happens Live, just sort of what is your favorite? Because I know we talked about just with Housewives, but what is your favorite sort of Bravo series? Is it the Housewives or is there like a below deck in your heart? No, I, I the number one is obviously always going to be Real Housewives, you know, the New Yorks, the Atlanta's, um, the Potomac's, you know, those are the good ones to me. I um, but I do love Below Deck. I love me and Kate Chastain. Hannah is a good friend of mine. She's we podcasted together. I and, know. Um, I, I've met Colin. He's super sweet. Mm. You know, I love the Below Decks, but I think it's gotten a little tired. I think they've beaten these boats into our heads for the last couple of years with the sailings and the, the dockings. I'm just like, no, no, I, I didn't even watch the sailing one. And like, I'm like <laughs> Me neither. I watch everything. It was just I, like too freaking much. No, honestly, I'm really scared. Like the next series they're going to come back is below deck dockings. And I can't even watch it when it's part of the regular show. Like <laughs> I hate watching the dockings. I fast forward them. Like I don't think anything is about to like go down and the boat's not going to like hit something or whatever. And I really fear that they're just testing something like to see if a wider market is interested. Well, so I, I am so sad though about Hannah. I'm so excited for this reunion because they have done her dirty. They did do she, her dirty and they need, we yeah, need to like, rectify. Yeah, like I don't like how they did it, and Malia is a little snake in the grass. I yeah, do me. not like Malia. Me neither. Um, but but here's the thing about Hannah. Like I do keep it real, and I have to say that she really has not wanted to do this for a couple years now. That's just my personal opinion. So the Hannah that we fell in love with is definitely not the same one that we've been getting. So even though she might be working her ass off, the way they portray her in the last couple of years, it's just like there's always, where there's smoke, there's fire. So like you haven't been the best too. So let's just keep it real. You haven't wanted to do this. But it doesn't mean that she's not good for the show and it doesn't mean that I don't enjoy her. Just, I like when you're having fun. It makes me have fun. And that's why I like Kate Chastain. Because even when she's miserable, at least she's You know what I mean? So that's why I like Kate. But I I love a Captain Lee. I love Eddie. I've always thought he was so cute. So I'm so excited for this next season. So are you more of a boy? Yeah, so, but I'm just like over this season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Below Deck. I just feel, though, like I'm just giving the Bravo gods a little tip. And it's just like after this Captain Lee Eddie one, 
let's take a freaking break, okay? Don't bring any more boats, any more spinoffs. Like, let's take a break and go back to dry land. But honestly, I feel like the upstairs, downstairs of it all was such an interesting concept. And I think in a way, it sort of has a longevity to it that something like the underpump rules, I think, are running into the problem um, right now where the people have clearly moved on from the stage in life where they were when the show at inception and something like below death where they're constantly changing things up is really interesting but I think Hannah who I love and Kate too so I was glad Kate left kind of is sort of worth becoming that like I don't know like that head waitress who had been there for like 30 years and like always smells like cigarettes and despair and just was not in a place where they wanted to be you know smiling and, and helping you know service be great so I do feel like now seeing them outside of this place where they can be on the reverse side of it and people are treating them well is so well deserved on their end and also kind of speaking more to where they are that's why below deck is good because people are changing all the time you can't really have an all-star like a kate or a hannah and keep them around for too long because they don't belong there anymore you're like caging a beautiful yeah animal. i agree i actually think that's a great and you know what it, below deck has that potential for crossover Ooh. put a housewives cast on that boat and we would all watch it in a heartbeat would you so remember when cynthia cynthia yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. I remember that one, but they were all way too nice. Remember Cynthia's oh, daughter yeah. crying? She was like, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah, that was And a bit Amelia extra. was flirting with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, you know, put a Ramona on that boat and see what that bitch does. You oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my God. She'll be ordering the staff. No, Ramona, Luann, and Sonia. That's what I would want to see. <laughs> you know, so I do think that it, and when it comes to longevity, I'm going to totally agree with you. Like, it could really go for a long time. I'm just saying take a break so we don't beat the horse to death, so to speak, you know? Yeah. That's why sometimes leaving the party early is okay because you're like, you people still want you. They're not tired of you. So I think there's some strategy there that we need. Leaving to them to. wanting more. That's why you usually don't even go to the party at all. <laughs> you don't or you could just do like me you could just come in take a picture to get a swag bag and then yeah See, that's I'm me like, yeah that's gina that's I'm, I'm more like let's just really leave them salivating and not even show alana will have me go and then like 10 minutes later call me and be like there's an emergency we have to watch the housewives and i'll be like i gotta go you guys i'll get dressed up and i'll like post a picture of like what i was intending to wear so it looks like i did something but i'm really just at home <laughs> i can represent us alana i can represent us thank you darling but um be, uh, before we have a fun little game because we know you can't we don't want to take too much of your time but before we go we did um want to know is there anything you know you feel like within the bravo world we need to discuss before we get into the end any topics um you well I can just say that I just recorded my own podcast right now. Everyone is Ooh. terrible. And I can give you I can give you who we voted most terrible. How about that? <gasps> yes. So excited. So for this week's most terrible on my show, Everyone is Terrible, we voted for Bethany Frankel 
for dissing the WAP song and for being hypocritical and saying that this song is not female empowerment and for dissing on Cardi B and then actually talking about her private parts physically while being a huge hypocrite. Cause um, I mean, I think we mentioned this already on the podcast, but mention it all. Like she is someone that calls people sluts and you fuck everyone. Like let's play the clip, roll the audio. Rewind <laughs> the tape. Rewind the tape, Andy. Andy's like, there's no tape. It's digital. Like, what are you talking about? Um, no, but seriously, you can't do that, Bethany. So I'm mad at you. I don't care if you have a daughter. Like, it is not Cardi B's job to censor your daughter. We did. We went through this with Britney. We went through this with Madonna. Like, we went, like, how many rap songs? Like, don't even get me into it. Don't even get me started. No, but I have to so, say, I completely agree with you. I was even, like, because WAP is one of my favorite songs. So I was, like, re-listening to it, really, like, analyzing the lyrics. And I just do not agree with Bethany. I think it's an amazing song. And I don't think it compared to any other song that has come out is this at all like in any way what she's saying i don't get why this was the song she decided like i'm gonna take a stand well, today i know it's not the same thing but did you see that really funny video of the mom whose daughter asked why they're not like the little daughter in the back of the car is asking the mom like why aren't they fixing the house and the mom's like what are you talking about and she's like the house with the holes there's a hole in the house there's a hole in the house <laughs> I was like thinking of this song when Bethany was making all her statements because I was just like, there's so many terrible songs out there in terms of things that they're saying and that kids are exposed to. And I just feel like that song represents something positive and to try like, I, why don't you get mad about the holes in the house, you know? Like, Agreed, I Can't Feel My Face by The weekend is about yeah. cocaine. Yes. Like, I Touch Myself from the 80s. What about, like, you know, the Whisper song? Like, oh, my God. What about Easy? My... What's that song? Give, Give me that, that nut. nut. <laughs> That's my Neck, My too. Back. Oh, oh, my God. I love that song. These, These are, like, the best songs in the world. <laughs> I know. It's like, Bethany, really, like, all of a sudden you have an apron on and you're like, leave it to Beaver and you're like, from the 50s and you're like, what's happening out here? It's like, no, we're not getting off your lawn, Bethany, and the music is not coming down. And there are, like, songs from both Megan and Cardi who, again, I love, like, I'm the biggest fan of Megan and I love Cardi as well. Like, that are way dirtier. Megan. Yeah, Megan and I are really close. I knew about her before anyone else did, I feel okay. like. Maybe not, but I feel like I did. And I have had a love for her for at least like three or four years now since I found out about her. And I think that they have like, she has way dirtier songs. Some of the stuff she says in her other songs, like it goes way farther. And again, I'm still very pro her, but yeah. I don't get why Bethany felt with this song. It had to be like, she was like, this is what I need to put my voice on today. I'm going to come out. But she's also dissing Andy. She, um, she came out with a statement about the housewives and Andy as well. I don't know. Ever since she took what it. Did to she about, what did she say about Andy? So let me get it. Bravo. Um, I want to quote the right person. It's the Bravo um, snark side reported that bethany oh, i'm I going love bravo snark side yeah i do too and just 
the most informative page and what she did. Here it is, you guys. Bethany Frankel shades Andy Cohen in the Real Housewife franchise. In a recent interview, she has shaded comparing the franchise to an, as an asylum, says that Andy Cohen rewards bad behavior. Frankel says she feels the inmates are running the asylum and she thinks the show is upside down. All right, Bethany, shut up, okay? Yeah. Because you were the most insane out of all of them. You profited from it. You benefited from it. You're a freaking millionaire because of it. Like, you can't go and have a party and now look down on it. Like, shut up. Because you know your ass is going to come back in two years. Yes, it is. I feel like she is one of those, like, she's a magnet to the Real Housewives of New York. Like, she just gets drawn back in and they get drawn to her and there's something about her that sort of always the energy is circling around her. And I don't think the show feels tethered without her. There's something about her with that show and that particular version of, of the franchise that I think that she is somehow so important to keeping it kind of on the right track. I think. Yeah, I love Bethany. I love her. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yes, but if you're not going to be on the show, like stick to saving the world, yes. but don't trash the show because you are part of that kind of greatness. Yes. And it, it's kind of, it, you know, it's kind of like Luann coming back and saying she didn't sleep with the pirate. <laughs> it's like, did you see that? Like, watch what really? happens live. <laughs> why would you do that? Like, why would you break my heart like that? Like, she's we all so slept to, with like, him. She slept like, with that we pirate. We all wanted to bang a pirate on vacation, and like you're over here denying it. No. <sighs> Did you see you. them on Watch What Happens Live? He looked like he was lying, and he was so uncomfortable. It was so funny when she made him say that they didn't. Yeah. That was amazing. We definitely didn't believe him, just like we don't believe Michael Darby. We don't believe Jamal. We don't believe any of those men. Mm -mm. We don't. No, believe, no, we, we do not. <laughs> Because they're terrible. <laughs> yeah. And they're not good liars. But this is a beautiful way to end it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> speaking of the terrible. But we have a fun little game we want to play before we let you go. Alana, do you want to Okay, it? so we play this game. It's sort of in a Mary F. Kill kind of mentality, but we call it call, text, delete. So we will give you three housewives from a franchise and you will tell us who you'd call who you text and who you delete and why you told us today that new york is your favorite so i'm going to do a new york all-star and do ramona luann and sonia call text delete oh i like this call text delete all right so um i'm calling sonia <laughs> I'm calling Sonia and I'm saying, bitch, let's go to the gay bar. <laughs> the queen of the night. We're going to get drunk and we're both going to get laid. <laughs> and then I'm texting Luann and I'm saying, honey, get me on the show. Like, you know, give me 10 minutes on the stage or let's do a song together. You know, and then I I'm deleting Ramona because she's terrible. <laughs> Well, that was amazing. That was Brilliantly. I think mine would have been the same as well. Yeah, I think mine would too. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I just don't yeah, even Ramona, feel like Ramona would want to talk to us. Yeah. I guess I feel like Ramona I'd just be another number, like another notch on her friend belt. And I just want to be like someone 
friend who's obsessed with me and I think Sonia would give me more of that. Alana, you don't want to be number 51? No, I just don't. It's not been my life dream. I want <laughs> to go to Burger Heaven with Sonia and I want to then, you know, call Lou and be like, hey, can I get tickets to the show? <laughs> I like it. My friend gave Ramona a gift at BravoCon and she took it and kept walking and didn't say thank you or acknowledge it or stop or say like, oh my God, really? This is for me? She's like, Ramona, I have a gift for you. So she just took it and kept walking. <gasps> stop That's it. crazy. That's I the mean, most Ramona thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> what? what a monster though. <laughs> Well, do you remember, um, which again, not Housewives, but it does include Rap World. One of our friends had met Jay-Z. They were at like the same thing. And his- pay at the same yeah. beach club. Yeah, the same beach club. And one of them asked for a picture. And didn't he say, like, what watch was he wearing? Um, I think he's wearing a Patek Philippe watch. And um, Jay-Z said, give me your watch and I'll give you a picture. And my friend looked, like laughed at him and walked away. I think I told him. <laughs> Are you kidding me, Jay-Z? He's so freaking rich. I no. I'm telling you, probably Terrible. all his watches probably come from fans. <laughs> okay, so nominating Jay-Z for most terrible for next yes, week. Yes. <laughs> yeah, my friend said he was so shocked. And he's like, I'm not giving him. Like, his, like no. But people are really crazy cool. celebrities. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we just will end it at that. How terrible everyone is, and but how amazing you are. You and to are be on here. We would love to have you on again if you're if you're ever interested. We can like deep dive, you know, the episodes more as they come through. I'm so excited for Below Deck, and we'd love to have you for Eddie if you, if you would ever want to come back. <laughs> oh, Thanks. you're so sweet. Thank you so much for having me, gals. Yes, and thank you so. I remember in Florida, I'm coming and call you guys and we're going to hang out. Yes, we love that. That would be amazing. (laughs) um, Yes, guys, thank you so much for having me. You can find me on all the socials at at Hollywood Leon. You can follow the Instagram at everyone is terrible pod. And, um, you know, it's my favorite day of the week. So come and find me, you guys. Yes, everyone, you have to listen always, and stalk his profile like we do. I always look forward to Thursdays. Honestly, you beat us to it because we were just about to tell you to please tell everyone where they can find you. So perfect. It's very nice to in the interviewing someone who's better at it than we are because that's why nothing gets forgotten. Oh, stop. I love you guys. Thank you so much for having me. I had a ball. I had a great oh, time. Oh, thank um, you. Wonderful. Thank you for being on. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. If you want to follow us across our platforms, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Stylishly Solomon. Solomon spelled with all O's, S-O-L-O-M-O-N. And also on our Instagram, you can find links in the bio to follow us on Amazon and like to know it and shop our looks and find out our fashion breakdowns. If you like this podcast, Please subscribe, rate, and leave a comment. We always love to hear your feedback. We thank you for thinking of us and appreciate your love and support.